Fast Jack Beckman, your 2012 Funny Car Champion. Fast Jack, do you still fear running against John Forrest there on the other lane? Oh, I don't know that fear is the right word. I mean, I'm a um, relatively small percentage of what our car is capable of doing. You know, I can only press my foot down so far. It's up to Todd Smith and Terry and the seven mechanics to, to set the thing up to haul ass or not, and then my job's really not to screw theirs up. So it's kind of like ten of us against ten of them. Um, I, I would say that when you go race John Force, you know that that's the guy that's never, ever out of the thing. You know, he could be 15th in points, and he just always seems to pull the rabbit out of the hat. i tell you what I did have some fear. When he came out and won the Winter Nationals this year, I thought, oh, my God. We pissed him off last year. <laughs> They've done their homework. And sure enough, they, they won the first six races in a row. But by the time we got to the third or fourth race, I knew we had a car that could contend. We just weren't getting any breaks, and all of them seemed to be going their way. But to see them rattle off six wins in a row, I think that put a lot of fear in everybody in Funny Car. Fast Jack Beckman joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. Statman, go ahead. Uh, Jack, do you miss the that you looked – at the uh, NASCAR, they had the big celebration in Las Vegas. It was uh, three or four days of fun. Uh, the NHRA went to Hollywood and, and uh, had their blowout. Would you like to see three or four days of uh, fun and good times in Vegas or someplace else for the NHRA party? God, I would love to. You better talk to my wife, Jenna. she got a list of stuff for me to do that's a lot longer than three or four days. I, I don't know, Statman. I'm not much of a party guy. You know, we've got a five-year-old son, Jason, and a one-year-old daughter, Layla. I'm 46 years old, and um, I'm kind of a homebody. I love working around projects on the house. Um, I've been out in the backyard with the tractor today when I got back from forces working on some stuff there. I got tons of projects to do. I've been fixing up stuff on the motorhome. So I don't think that I've ever really been that guy that was just going to go into party mode and it was going to last a long time. So, Jack Beckman, what's the first thing on that list that you have to do when, uh, when the sun rises in the morning and you head out for the back 40? What's the, uh, what's the first thing on the list? Well, you know, we want to get everything done on the motorhome. We, we put about 6,500 miles on it, knock on wood, nothing fell off. As soon as we got back to California, this thing's got phantoms in it. The awnings are going on and off by themselves. I get done Sunday. We lock up the world championship. I get in the motorhome, and it won't start. So we left it at Pomona and came back Tuesday and jump-started the thing. So I got a list of stuff on that. I'm trying to build a small garage in the backyard, and that's why we're moving dirt around. I got to put another wall up there, pour some more concrete, and then I can start nailing wood together on that. And I want to try to get as much done by mid-January as I can, because once we start testing and then the sponsor appearances kick back in, whatever I don't get done is probably going to take six months to do the equivalent of a week's worth of work. Is the teaching done for Jack Beckman? You used to uh, uh, do a lot of teaching with Frank Hawley. Is that all done now? No. In fact, Frank and I talked last year, and we weren't, it was later in the year, and our schedules just didn't coincide but we talked again a couple of weeks ago about trying to put together perhaps a seminar program where we can do this between races or right before some of the races at the venue there. No, I very much love that part of my life where I was a full-time teacher, and I'm probably not going to do that again because we don't run the school at Pomona and because of my race schedule. But working with Frank is 
very inspirational. It helps keep me grounded, and it reminds me that the stuff that we teach in the school doesn't just apply in an eight-second super comp dragster. It applies in a three-second funny car, too. So, Jack Beckman, wait, I'm sorry, Crash. This just came into my, I had no idea I was going to ask you this, but when we came on the air, uh, sport compact drag racing was huge. And there were people in sport compact drag racing. You may have even taught, like Lisa Kupo. She wanted to be a funny car driver at one time. There was a time when they were saying that was going to take over drag racing, and it didn't. Is that a Was that a good thing that it didn't, or was that something that needs to happen, and we just have to figure out how it's going to happen? Well, I think that the sport compacts are probably the equivalent of the 1950s in terms of it's kind of a new revival. You've got a new generation of people that want to do hop-up stuff to their cars, and it's not quite the same stuff. You don't necessarily bolt a header on, and you certainly don't bolt another carburetor on, but there's a lot of tune-up things that they could do. So I love the fact that having a drag racing outlet for them provided a platform for them to run in. I think the problem was finding its niche. The sport compact stuff was catered around the Generation X people, so they had a lot of loud stereo stuff, a lot of bikini contests. It's kind of like what drag racing was back in the 70s when you had the fox hunts and the rock bands there. And I think maybe one of the bigger problems with sport compact is the difference between the haves and the have-nots. The cars that got some funding would literally be one second faster than another car in the same category. So a lot of the races were absolute blowouts. Another problem was lots of breakage, especially the front-wheel drive cars. They were making so much horsepower with those turbo four-cylinders that the transmissions and the half-shafts were breaking. So I think maybe the lack of tight side-by-side racing on a consistent basis could have been a big issue for them. Wow. You paid attention. That's yeah, awesome. he did. <laughs> he was watching what was going on. His name, Fast Jack Beckman, joining us here in the Speed Freaks Pits, NHRA Funny Car Champion for 2012. Crasher? Well, Jack, you said you got a honey-do list, and, of course, that's pouring some cement and nailing some wood and all that. So you're not going to go with your teammate Ron Caps to Australia. We've also seen in the past some drivers have gone over to the Middle East and done some racing, all this stuff in the off-season around the world. You're not doing any of that? Yeah, believe it or not, I never got an invitation from Ron. Oh! Not nice. You shouldn't have beat him. You know, Matt Hagen apparently is in Mexico somewhere on a cruise. No, no, no. A, a cruise is going to be when our kids are growing up. Our only cruising has been in the motorhome going to the races. But, you know, I, I'm not big on that stuff. I mean, I love my job and my life and the things that I get to do. And for me, my outlet is if I can go out and surf. And for four months, I couldn't do it because of the racing. And I've been able to go three times since the season ended, and I, I very much enjoy that. Um, and and I, I don't not enjoy doing the stuff around the house. It's just that when the projects start piling up, it gets a little bit stressful when you see that come January we're going to be back to test mode, which means we're not far from racing again. And there's so much travel involved with our job. I'm just not home that much. I'm just too damn cheap to pay anybody else to work around the house. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Formula One takes about four or five weeks off in the summertime, the end of the summer. IndyCar has a couple of gaps of two weeks. Does NHRA need more time off so that you can surf and you can be a dad the way you want to be a dad? Well, you know, I also didn't get that phone call from NHRA that asked me how they'd like to schedule the races. (laughs) 
I don't think Are you so. sure your phone is working, Jack? <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. you're in, dude. I say, hey, it's not working with you guys right now. I can barely hear you. But, oh. you know, next year we're going to add a 24th race on the schedule, so we've got one more weekend to do in this. I don't think so. I, I, it, the countdown is interesting in that it's a six-race series in the countdown, and the first four of them are back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Um, except for they're spread out pretty good across the country, which makes it logistically tough for the teams with the transporters. But for the fans, that's probably a pretty good thing. I'm not going to comment one way or another on the schedule because I would never want to do that job if I worked at NHRA. I don't envy them having to sit down and look at where we're supposed to be, what the potential weather's like, conflicts with other big sporting events and hotel bookings and whatnot in that area. Um, as soon as they print the schedule, I know what mine is, so I'm okay with that. All right, Freak Nation. He'll be defending champion for 2013 in the funny car, and it's great, just great to have this guy as a champion representing the NHRA. Of course, been coming to the Speed Freaks pits for about 10 years now. We're proud of you. Get back to that honeydew list and hang that picture, that, that velvet picture of Elvis there in that RV and tour with that thing for 2013, all right? Yeah, for Christmas, I'm sending you guys new phones. <laughs> awesome. Just send, us cans of, just send us a couple of cans with cord on it. It's probably better than what the hell we got right now. I'll just shout louder. Guys, enjoy the holidays and to all your listeners, too. Thanks, Jack. Awesome. All right, Fast Jack Beckman, NHRA Funny Car Pilot, representing well, Statman. like that guy. Yeah, he is huge, you know, and it, it's kind of – we laughed about him moving to Norco, which is a little town uh, – kind of out in the country here in southern california but that's evidently that's who he is and he likes it and he'd rather be out there with his family and there's nothing wrong with that 